Sometimes it can be hard to see how the experiences you have today are preparing you for what God has in store for you tomorrow. Sometimes it can be difficult to connect the dots. But when we learn to embrace the process, we begin to realize what God wants to do with our lives. For example, it may not make much sense to you that your parents got divorced when you were eight or that you ended up having to move away from all your friends when you were younger. But through it all, you learned what it meant to fight for your relationships and how to step out and make new friends. You didn't realize being second string on the football team was teaching you how to work hard even when you're not in the spotlight, or that your girlfriend breaking up with you in college was the only way you'd meet the right girl later on. After college, you decided to invite Jesus into your life and believe that everything would just fall into place. You met your future wife at the company party for your new job. You eventually got married and bought that little house you could barely afford. You were finally starting to see how God really provides. But not everything fell into place. You got fired the next month, and a year later your daughter was born 10 weeks premature. Now you really began to understand what it means for God to provide. God didn't cause everything you experienced but he used everything you experienced. He wants you to appreciate your story and discover your uniqueness because it's your uniqueness that truly makes you powerful in Christ. God was preparing you. He's always preparing you every step of the way. He's got plans to prosper you, to give you hope and a future. Wouldn't it, uh, wouldn't it be nice if you actually had a vision into the future and you saw, you know, if you took that risk, uh, or what happened, or if you chased after that dream, or you made that decision and, and to see what happened, and if it worked out right, then, well, yeah, you do it, right? Uh, but I actually think, I've been thinking about this, and I, I'm not sure we would be okay with that. Be okay with actually seeing what it took to get to that space. Uh, the more I look at my life, and the more I interact with people, I see, you know, I'll pray for strength, and I'll pray for wisdom. And we pray for our lives to be the most fulfilling and most effective we can be for, for our families and for the world. Um, but, but for some reason, when, dis, when distractions or interruptions come into our day, come into our month, come into our year, we, 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 don't, we have a hard time remembering that maybe, maybe perhaps this is God actually entering in prayer. Uh, just perhaps not in the exact way he wanted to. Not in the exact way I wanted to. When we begin to remember, we have to be in a mindset to, to remember that. Uh, that. That scripture, Jeremiah 29, verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you. Yeah, you all know the scripture. declares the Lord. Plans to uh, uh, give you hope in the future. Plans to prosper you. And I think we all believe that part about, yeah, yeah, yeah you have a plan for us, God. Um, I get that part. But if you can kind of show me just a little bit. <laughs> just, just a little more than today. Um, that would be cool. You know, that, 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 would, that would be... That'd be helpful. Um, I, I think when, when we begin to dream and when you have goals and, and, and these uh, responsibilities and you want to move past it and you want to, there's a dream that maybe starts to really grab onto your soul. You start to realize how costly it actually is, right? If you want to make a difference, not just in your life, but in the world. And I, I think most of us don't 
achieve our dreams is because we realize how costly it is. Uh, I don't know if I want to lose everything if I'm in the process of going to get to that. I don't know about you. How does that feel? Would you be, would you, I think most of us in this room would rather die than lose everything. I mean, if you think about it. There's a story I want to highlight really quickly. It's in Acts, Acts 27, and Paul, Apostle Paul, he's, he's a prisoner, and he's on a boat, on a ship, really, and he's being taken to Rome, and there's a big storm that hit. Uh, some of you may be familiar with this story and, and, and what happened. I mean, the storm was going for days. All the, uh, the sailors and the captain terrified. They just pretty much thought they were going to die. So now here's Paul <laughs> giving advice to these professional sailors. That's funny. Um, so verse 21, it says this in Acts. After the men had gone for a long time without food, Paul stood up before them and said, Men, you should have taken my advice not to sail from Crete. Kind of like I told you some women. Uh, then, uh, then you would have spared yourselves this damage and loss. But now I urge you to keep up your courage, because not one of you will be lost. Only the ship will be destroyed. <laughs> Can you imagine telling a sailor or the captain of a ship, these guys live their life on their ship. They probably built the boat, maybe. Uh, this was this is what defined them, and, and to say, hey, you know, you're gonna live, but everything you have stood for, everything that you created tangibly, will be destroyed. I'm not sure how comforting um, that is, and, and like I said, I wonder if, if if we are in that space. I feel like most of us are, and, and it takes a, a degree of faith and courage to really move past that. Uh, if someone came to you and said, you will achieve all of your dreams, uh, you're gonna lose everything in the process of getting there. Would you do that? So he goes on. Uh, uh, verse 23. <clears throat> Last night, uh, an angel of God, whose I am, and whom I serve, stood beside me and said, Don't be afraid, Paul. You must stand trial before Caesar, and God has graciously given you all of the lives of those who sail with you. So keep up your courage, men, for I have faith in God that it will happen just as he told me. Nevertheless, we must run aground on some island. <laughs> He said, he's, he's saying, you know, guys, I, I, I know, I, I, have, I, I have a purpose, I know the purpose, and I know God um, is with me. So, because, inherently, because you're with me, you're going to be fine. And I see this in life so much. When you, when you see people that are most fully living the lives that they were meant to live, that God created them to live, they have a certain sense of momentum in their life, right? And, and other people, like, just pull in on that momentum because they just want to experience just a little more of life. Uh, I would, I bet you can think of people in your life that you absolutely enjoy being around. Not because they're funny, but because you, they challenge you and they're inspiring. Uh, they're encouraging. When you start to live like that, you well know it doesn't just stop here. Not just with your family, but it affects everyone that's around you. Um, that last scripture, the last little verse that he said, I think it's funny, you know, he's like, we are, we're going to be fine, but we have to run aground. So it's like, we're going to go forward, but we have to crash first, right? And, and again, this is, this, is, this is life for us. I think this is where um, it's like, you know, we want God to, to make everything okay, make the journey easy. I want God to make the journey easy. We, we want uh, the adventure without the risk, essentially. <laughs> it's like Disneyland. That's, that's what it is. You get on a roller coaster and, and you get on a roller coaster because you want to feel dangerous, right? You throw your hands up in the air, oh, look at me! I'm risking my life. Um, 
Some people don't even like roller coasters. Now there's California Adventure. You know about this? It's like that simulator. Where you plop down on a seat and then it raises you up so you dangle your feet. And you're like, so we're going over California? What do you mean? Right? I wonder if some of us live our lives like that. I wonder if I've lived my life like that at times. Where, and, and even so with God, maybe that's why sometimes when, when we give our life to God, it even leaves, God leaves us feeling empty. I think having the courage, as we all know, to step out is one thing, but having the courage to stick with it is an entirely different story. And I, this past couple weeks for me has, have been uh, just, just unexpected in a lot of ways, but I can, I believe and I can see how God is molding me. Uh, and it's not the way I intended it or thought it would be, but if you call yourself a Christ follower and, and you believe in what God has given you and you believe in what God has placed inside of you in your dreams and your passions, then you have to believe that he's working in the midst of hard times. And that we cannot shift. That we cannot just cut corners because it's hard right now. We, I have to believe that God is doing something greater for my good and for humanity, for everyone around me. And tonight, I, I, I would challenge you to ask God for that courage, not just to move in that direction, but to stay. The, the scriptures talk about being steadfast. It's one of my favorite words. It's such a rare characteristic that should be found in humans anymore. To be steadfast, to be consistent, to be strong. So, um, we're, we're, we have a prayer time a little bit later, and I encourage you, if you to, to, to challenge God. God, give me what I need. I, I, re I truly believe He gives you everything you need directly in the moment you need it. It's hard, it's hard, I know. <laughs> but we have to trust. And we have God's spirit that's inside of us. So um, let's pray together and, and seek after the Lord. Father, we pray for strength. We, we pray for courage. More importantly, Lord, we just offer our lives to you. We want to trust you more. We want to live a life that is most fully connected to you um, and that affects, that makes this world a better place. Don't just show us how to do it, Lord, but give us the faith and the courage. May, may the world not shape us, Lord. May we be found in you. Our, our faith would be steadfast. Our lives would be steadfast. We, we need you. We need you more than we realize. So I pray your spirit would be here as it is so evident right now, Lord, but that, that you would wash over our lives and speak to us.